Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Now, back to the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. So, an honest report on climate change coming out of the Biden administration's Council of Economic Advisors and Office of Management and Budget. It's an honest report, but it may not have percolated up towards the Oval Office. We bring in Steve Coonan, former Obama Energy Department's chief scientist, uh, former physicist at uh, Caltech, currently professor at NYU, and author of the very important book, Unsettled, What Climate Science Tells Us, What It Doesn't, and Why It Matters, very important book. Uh, Steve Coonan, thank you for coming on the show last night. Thanks for this morning. We appreciate it. So let's go through this one more time because it is interesting to me. All right. So the CEA OMB puts out this report that basically says um, modest increase in the next 80 or 100 years in uh, temperature will have virtually no impact on the economy. All right. Which is counter to almost everything the president has said and his allies and so forth and so on. So walk us through this. Yeah. So. What they did was to put out a white paper, uh, which um, is about the how do we account for the effects of climate change uh, in the federal budget. And, of course, the GDP is an important part of that. And what they did was to survey a dozen different estimates of how warming would affect the U.S. GDP. Uh, those estimates are all in the peer-reviewed literature. They're independent of one another and so on. And the great majority, except for two outliers of the 12, the great majority of those estimates conform to the notion of a 1% impact on the U.S. GDP when the temperature goes above, uh, let's say, 4 degrees Fahrenheit compared to what it was in the 19, in the 1800s. So um, essentially, uh, you know, nothing burger is perhaps a, a, uh, a snarky way to say it, but the impact is minimal. Mm. And, you know, this has been known for a long time. Even the IPCC has said that climate change is only one relatively minor determinant of the economic welfare of the globe and the country. See, you're saying if warming reaches 4.5 percent degrees, about what the U- degrees, 4.5 degrees, degrees. Yeah. about what the UN's climate panel projects for 2100. So that's we'll call it 80 years under plausible yeah. scenarios for future global emissions. The consensus reduction amounts to less than two percent. In other words, if average annual GDP growth is one and a half percent for the next 80 years the economy would grow 232%. A 2% climate change effect would reduce that growth to 225%. 
as physicists say, that's a difference in the noise. So, so it's it's not important. It's not significant. Uh, it's it's, not- even most more importantly, it's smaller than the uncertainties in all of those projections. Right. Okay. So, okay. No, no, I got it. And there's an accompanying graph that was published in the newspaper, which yeah. is from your Wall Street Journal article. So, and that at- graph is from the report. Ah, is from, is from the OMB report. And then you're saying the report also uh, omits America's amazing capacity to adapt, if not thrive, under a changing climate. In other words, technolo- technological influences and so forth. Who knows what will happen? It may not warm as much, or maybe yeah. some of the steps and, we're taking and, will be helpful. And, and it's not only technology. It's the way in which we run society, policies, trade, regulation, and so on. I think people forget, and I certainly didn't realize until I started looking into this, how much the country and the world has progressed in terms of human well-being over the last 120 years, let's say. Well, that's right. So you say the U.S., excluding Alaska and Hawaii, has warmed about 2 degrees Fahrenheit since 1901. So that's your 120 years. Despite that warming, the nation has flourished, its population has quadrupled, its average life expectancy soared to 79 years from 48, and its economic activity per capita multiplied around sevenfold. Okay, so our nation's experience should lead us to believe that climate change will only be a minor detriment to national welfare. All right, Steve Coonan, having said all that, why have people... In the in the administration and a lot of people that you, you say they're allies, why have they you know made this horrible case that the world is coming to an end in like twenty years or thirty years? I mean, all this net zero stuff. We've spent trillions and trillions of dollars uh, on so-called climate change projects. Why? Why is this well, necessary? I, yeah, I I I can't get into their heads, of course. <laughs> but you can give plausible motivations, right? I mean, it is um, a rationale for rallying the country, uh, for imposing uh, all kinds of economic and regulatory changes on the economy, and for generally um, getting people frightened. You know, yes. I, I think I may have told you in the past, I love this quote from H.L. Mencken from the early 20th century. The purpose of practical politics is to keep the electorate alarmed so that they can be clamoring to be late to safety. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, very good. Right. I mean, really, it's not an existential threat. But we will give the CEA and OMB credit for this. I'm happy to do so. Uh, once upon a time, I actually worked in OMB. Anyway, Steve Coonan. Folks, read Steve's book. It's Unsettled, What Climate Science Tells Us, What It Doesn't, and Why It Matters. Sometimes there's a little honesty in Washington, D.C. You never know. Anyway, folks, we're going to take a quick break. On the other side of the break, we got John Carney. We're going to talk about what is Bidenomics and what the Federal Reserve is going to do about it. I'm Kudlow. Please stick around. Much more to come. Larry Kudlow. 